been moping around, depressed, all upset since missing out on the first cycling challenge we held back in June. Hmm? Could that be you? Hmm? All those gains you lost. Good news is, we're holding it again from the 1st of December. We're going to be doing 91 rides in 91 days. Everything's going to be fully structured. Everything's going to be fully planned out. You have full access to me, and it only costs $20 to join. All you have to do is jump on to trainsmooth.com. Up on the top there, it says Cycling Challenge. Click on that. Have a read about it. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be pumped. We're going to make big gains. We're all going to be excited. G'day there, trendsetters. Welcome to episode 365 of the Trainsmooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or you can just send me through an email, just like Ben did here, at tim at trainsmooth.com. And Ben's written eh, close to a chapter book, which is really good, because I actually, the more information you guys send, the, the better I can answer the questions. Um... So I won't read everything out. I'll try and break it up. Um, see how I go. Uh, I really just wanted to be cheeky and see if you would have a quick high-level view over my training. Apology the the length. Background. Um, so background. I've always been sporty and was reasonably successful as a kid with soccer and 100, 200 meters and long jumps, track and fields. But never in endurance. Since my mid-twenties, I focus on weight training, not competitive, um, more for beach, beach muscles. Um, I am now 39 and have been focusing on triathlons for the past three years. I have, I had to start from scratch with my riding. Uh, had not ridden a bike since I was 16. Um, having formal, uh, I never had formal swim lessons. I could swim to a swim bar, no problem. It's amazing where you, how far you can actually travel when there's like a, a beer or whiskey or something waiting for you at the other end. Maybe that's what you can do with your races. Just have it, have a nice big whiskey and transition, and you know you can get there quickly. Uh, I've never really run further than five to ten kilometres. I have gradually built up my bike endurance and improved my swim technique. No end to my run. Have been limited. Reoccurring injury. Calf strain. Hopefully now fixed, a more gradual increase of intensity and strength training. I have been competitive, oh, competing in sprints and Olympic distances for the past few years, with my best time at the Olympic being 2 hours 23 with a 30-minute swim. So that's about 2 minutes per 100. Uh, bike was 101. That's good time. Um, and run 47. So just... At, we'll stop here at a quick glance your swim and run are around the same level but your bike's another level or two above those so that that's pretty cool um work life i work in banking so i have to be the office 7 15 leave home at six usually back by six seven so you're doing 12 hour days working banking you got two children under the age of five right eh? Where am I now? I have a solid improvements, especially in the last year in all aspects looking to push on. 
My most recent 20 minute FTP test yielded 290 watts, in brackets realistically 265 watts for the hour. My 10 kilometer time is around 45 minutes and I'm comfortable swimming 2 minutes 100 meter per 100 meters. Hey. Yeah, go me. That's what I worked it out before. Uh, going from my results this year, for my age group, my swim time is bang on average. I would have put it just below average. Um, just, just to be a douche to you, mate. But my bike is normally top 10%. Yes, I would agree with that. My run is probably top 35%. Yes, I agree with that. I am now 39, 176 centimetres tall, weighing 77 kilos and 10 to 11% body fat. So that would... I'm just doing the math there. Um, so you must be pretty muscly still. If you're 77 kilos and you're what that height, you must be carrying a fair bit of muscle. Uh, 11% body fat. I am still carrying a little cheese. I'm still carrying a bit of extra body, upper body weight. Maybe I should have read this before doing this podcast. Anyway, uh, but he is down for three kilos from 83 kilos. Um, the past year, I have been six to nine hours training per week, but looking to increase this nine to 12 hours per week. Goals uh, short term, oh, he's got a 70.3 in May. And you'd like to do Turkey 70.3 in October. Man, Turkey's one of those places I want to go to as well. Um, no, no, my goal is to go there for Anzac Day in April, um, not to do the 70.3 in October. But, but having said that, you know, if they can move the 70.3 around the 25th of April, I'd love to. It's just one of those bucket list things is to go to Turkey for Anzac Day. Oh, it'd be amazing. Um, I will do other smaller races, but the 70.3 in Maisie's A race. But before we go any further, you, there's enough distance between both those 70.3s to make them both your A race, make them high priorities. Uh, long-term goal is to do Kona, a bit aggressive, having never done a 70.3, never mind an Ironman, but once the kids grow up, I will have longer time to spend, uh, figure, dedicating time, targets within 10 years, yeah, that's a very doable target, I went, when I mean very doable, I mean, you, that time frame should put you in, if you do the right training, you know, everything's all right blah 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 you should be able to be in should be able to get your body into a position where you'll be in the ballpark for Kona uh coaching I have an unofficial bike coach a good friend of mine is a national standard time trial rider he has done uh, what successful blah 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 up 10% of his age rep triathlon uh, I give him the times and he does the sessions. Yep, yeah, well, that's working for you um, because clearly your bike's a good couple of levels above where your swim and run is. Um, I have a swim coach who I see once a month. Great. Perfect. Um, he has an endless pool with un underwater video capabilities. Even better, so you'll be able to see what's going on. He gives me sessions to do with between our sessions. Perfect. 
I have no run coach but am applying the principles from the bike. Uh, limitations. I have only access to my pool, to my swimming pool Mondays and Friday evenings. Uh, the sessions I have in my plan below are the sessions I have. There isn't any other available time. If I have a 40-minute Watt bike session on a Thursday lunch, it means I have 40 minutes. and I can't replace it with a two-hour run, for example. No, that's all right. We can only do what we can do. Um, you know, and we only know, we all know what our available training hours are. So, for instance, we all have, you know, an hour of a morning, 20 minutes at night, so to speak. Well, that that we that's our available training hours. Uh, the plan is during the week, I typically have available three sessions per day, a 10 minute morning. In, the, in my gym at work as I get change for work, 40 minutes at lunch and commute home. On weekends I have 3 to 5 hours each day but not both. I could get away with doing a 5 hour ride on Saturday and maybe a quick hour on Sunday but certainly not 5 hours on both. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, below is a typical training week progression from zone 1 and 2 in November, December, gradually adding more and more zone 4 and 5 from January onwards, but the week, the weekly format will remain roughly around the same. In summary, I normally add an open water swim one evening every couple of weeks. Alright, so... Here we go. This is the good stuff. Monday AM, you do 10 minutes core. Good. Lunch is 30 minutes strength, normally legs. Uh, in the afternoon, it's a 5km jog to the swimming. It's In brackets, it's really my only way to get there before the pool is closed. Uh, not because I think it's a useful jog. It's one hour swim as per coach. No, it's all good. Uh, Tuesday is a 10 hour to AM 10 minutes uh, calf strengthening and uh, stretching lunch is a 40 minute watt bike session zone 2 and a few sprints and November oh, in November December progressing to hard VO2 and VO2 max intervals March to April afternoons off uh, Wednesday is 10 minutes core, lunch is 30 minutes strength, the upper body. Uh, in the PM, it's a long run, normally between 15 to 20 kilometers, no, zone 2, progressing further, that outgrows as the season progresses. Um, so you're looking at Thursday 10 minutes calf and strength and stretching in the 10 minutes worth in the morning. Lunch time's 40 minute watt bike zone 2 is basically the same as the other day. PM's off on Thursday. Friday morning is off. Friday lunchtime you do 30 minutes plyometrics and a little strength focused on the legs. I like plyometrics. Uh, Friday afternoon is a one hour swim session as per my coach Saturday is off and Sunday is a long ride 3 to 5 hours initially zone 1 and zone 2 
but gradually adding some longer intervals followed by a brick run uh, again initially three kilometers but gradually adding up to 10 kilometers depending on the bike session again sorry right so the weekend's okay I won't tell you to do this and you to do that. You're doing the best you can on Saturday, Sunday with your available training hours. Obviously, Saturday you want to spend with the time. Um, as one of them's, you know, five years old, they're probably just starting to dip a toe into sports, so that generally takes up Saturdays. So we'll leave Saturday and Sunday alone. That's all good. Um, so the, the the things that step out, there's a few things that pop out at me here. Um, I I I wouldn't I I'm not one to sign off on. You've got to do plenty of zone one, zone two on the bike, and then gradually as you go further into the the season, months, calendars ticking by. You got to go up to the VO two. You got four. You got forty minutes. That's all good. Um, but you want to make a big bang for your buck there. Your your bike's longer, further enough now where you don't need to be hanging a lot of time, especially through the weekday here. And if they're your only available training hours, you don't need to be spending that in zone one, zone two. I think that's a waste of your time. Um, I, I, you at this stage you should be trying to increase your ceiling so i'd be really really um be starting now at vo2 hammering that out and as you're going as you're getting further into the season i'd be going you know let's start let's say you're doing um three minute efforts Uh, as you're getting closer to your you know into your season i'd be stretching that amount to a 30 minute time trial effort with a five minute warm-up and a five minute cool down uh, and then when i mean a, you know that 30 minute time trial effort you might start off with with you know at a moderate effort and you're slowly building that up over the next couple of minutes to an effort um that you can just sustain now you did an ftp test which was uh, i can't see it but it's can't glance at it um so i'd be i'd be looking at yeah let's say you're doing that 30 minutes um building up to a 30 minutes so let's say you start off at um 85 percent of your ftp over the you know you warm up for five minutes then you bring it up to 85 percent of your ftp for the next five minutes and then for the you know for the next 25 minutes you're at between 90 95 percent of your ftp um, I'd be doing that, uh, playing around with those um, on probably two of your sessions. Um, I'd be also look at see. I'd be because you've got that um, all that strength work ahead. Uh, don't know. I'd be replacing um, which one is it lunchtime 40 minute what but no not thursday i'd be replacing your wednesday lunchtime um 30 minute strengthening upper body i'd be trying to squeeze in another what bike session there yeah even if it's only 30 minutes you've got you can do you can just smash out a heap of 40 20s so 40 minutes hard 20 seconds easy at least that that's i think you'll get more out of that than doing 30 minutes of strength work doing upper body work especially when um you've you know 
I don't know if you clearly don't really need the extra um, strength work up there, especially if you're doing ten minute these ten minute course sessions. These ten minute course sessions each morning, you can change them around a little so you can hit your upper body as well, um, just to get, just to give it that little bit of you know maintenance work. Um, your long run, um, yeah, you, I'm, I'm not you know that's that's fine um yeah i'd be hanging around there um, maybe throwing intervals into that as you get as you're progressing um further on down the track but um but that that would be the main thing i would do i would so i would <laughs> This must be horrible podcasting for everyone paying attention. So this is what I'll do. Monday morning, I'd leave your core strength session. Um, I would maybe replace your lunchtime strength. Uh, it'd be maybe every second weekend, do your strength session. And the next week, I'd be on your Watt bike. Um, I'd keep your Monday fi- um, jog into the pool and keep, your, obviously, your pool. Tuesday, I would keep your... Um, you know, strength session. Uh, your what bike I would keep off. Thursday, Tuesday afternoon, you obviously have off. Um, Wednesday, I would replace that lunchtime session with a what bike session. Um, zone, the Wednesday lunchtime when you run 15 to 20, yeah, I'd be keeping that zone one, zone, you know, zone two runs. And then as you're progressing, I would be aiming more at race effort, if not the, you know, a dog hair faster than that uh thursday 10 minutes strength yeah um in the morning's fine what thursday i'd leave as is with your what bike 40 minute what bike in the um but but i'd be not doing the zone twos now and with a few sprints i wouldn't be worrying about that i'd be focusing on vo2 now and progressing to longer lower level threshold sessions as a as the season progresses uh friday morning you have off um and then friday friday lunch you're doing plyometrics i would keep that as is just do um focus on um, plyometrics session uh, with a little strength focus on legs um i'd do a quick warm-up and then do a full body you know slowly get go through you're doing plyometric session uh in the afternoon you got the swim session leave as is and then you got your weekend off um i will will say um there was was there something else i was going to say you see now, so this could uh, <laughs> Around now, you'd be wanting to really increase your um, increase your ceiling, and as you get closer into the season, then you want to become more race specific. I I just think you're not at the stage where you need to. Um, if you were new to the sport, I'd be saying, especially new to cycling, I'd say, yeah, you're gonna have to spend some time in that zone one, zone two, and I'm not. And that's if we're talking zones. I'm not a big one for that typical zone one to six sort of sort of thing. I. The, it's just too and i've said in a few podcasts that i've actually developed my own zone list um just not too long ago and it's like a 10 zone list and i and i'm only this last week started rolling it out to the athletes i coach i just think it's the duck's guts but um 
but generally I'd never give sessions out in zones. I'm, I'll give, um, you know, I'll do the moderate, medium, mad, you know, thereabouts if for the athletes using, um, you know, that aren't using power. And then if they're using either a run, you know a stride power meter for the running or a cycling power meter, I'll use a percentage of the FTP, and you know keep your watts between blah blah blah. Or I'll use heart rate depending on the session. It's, but um, so, but, but yeah, with that, um, with your weekend rides. I will go this way because yeah, I've become very fascinated lately. I get these massive obsessions into particular things a couple of years ago it was oxygen and how how oxygen can help um sports performance and then you know last year i and into this year i got obsessed by the um, running power meter and just crazy and at the moment i'm really obsessed by um what we can do on the road on the bike um and how we can get the most out of the ride with either the same whether you know to get become faster using either the same power or do the same time with less power. So just looking for opportunities to gain speed in various things. So having said that, um, I'd be looking for that Sunday ride. I'd be doing spurts of that because you really need to focus on those on those sessions especially when you especially at first your focus has to be high level so I'd be um, maybe doing you know for the let's say you're doing a three-hour ride for the first hour I'd be just cruising and and then for the next two hours I'd be doing something like 10 minutes on, five minutes off. All at the same power, all at the same zone, that's fine. But you're just looking for opportunities to get faster. So it's a matter of... Um, you know, using using your cadence, using your zones, um, using your gearing, using your body positions. Um, for most most tri for most people on time trial bikes, you you generally have two positions: aero position, sitting up. You can use the standing up occasionally, but most time trial bikes are designed to go very fast in the aero position. They slow down significantly once you get out of the saddle. Um, so you um if it's you know if you're dealing with a road bike then you've got three positions so you want to become efficient on all three you want to become efficient on different cadences so it's just a matter of you know right i'm going you know beginning of the hill let's hit some watts let's hit some torque um and then change down so you can use a an easier gear try and ride up a hill easier once you're on top of the hill, click down, add a few watt bombs, and then chuck the bike. When you're going downhill, chuck the bike into a bigger gear, um, and then I say soft pedal, but you're still pumping out watts. But you're just looking for every opportunity to become faster on the road. Do I have a tailwind? Well, don't sit up and you know take advantage of that tailwind. And so you, I'd be looking at doing aspects of that on the, on that Sunday ride. That's what that's what I'd be doing. Um, yeah, I, I hope hope what I said helps. If I do like all your um, information you have there, um, and yeah, good luck with it all. And yeah, all the best. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. Till next episode, hooray!